Some people have undeniable haircuts. Now, I've been a resident of Utah for most of my life. And, um, well, the truth is there's a few people who have maintained the same hair uh, style in the county I've lived in for as long as I've known them. 
And uh, I don't know some of these people. I just know them by their haircuts. Their haircuts are iconic. Um, they just, you know, that they, they are a name. So I'm like, there's that lady with that mullet, that silver back gorilla mullet. She's got that nice trimmed up top. And I'm not going to give her location of work, but she's worked and she probably has a few jobs. She's been working a while. I call her this that silverback gorilla, man. She's got that dirty mullet, dude. That mullet that I've always envied. Uh, I've I've looked up to. I feel like she's been a janitor, and at some point of my educational career, <laughs> schooling. I mean, I forget that uh, school and education are two separate things sometimes. Either way, so uh, man, I saw this. This majestic human, uh, only known for her hair, uh, at work today, at her place of work. Uh, it's a public place. Um, I was like, no way, you uh, you work here. I, I recognize that haircut anywhere, anywhere. So some people are just recognizable. Um, man, uh, another place I went today that is just, how do you put it, um, unmistakable for the type of people it brings into its establishment um coffee shops okay so you ever go to a coffee shop and sure you have and there's people who go there and they just want to be seen you know what i mean and i grew up in a locality where there wasn't a lot of cool places to hang out and one of them locally used to be a gas station now i always look down on the loitering at gas stations, I thought it was a low-level thing. Uh, but while I was growing up, the this is kids and young adults in the 90s and early 2000s would have been loitering at gas stations. But now I feel like the loitering now takes place in coffee shops. So uh, some people just, I don't like them. And here's what I'm saying. I there's a, it's really cool not to like white people. And let me jump on the hype. I don't like white liberal allies okay they're some of the most annoying fucking people ever here's why they only talk about genocide if a white person's uh the perpetrator and it's weird we have a we have a they only talk about colonialization if white people are colonizing it and it's it's weird what do i mean you never hear about the colonization of south america you know what I mean? And some people will look at a Mexican or South American or Honduran or like, and this is just, I don't know how these white liberals think, but they'll think all of these people were just native to South America. They can't look at someone who's from South America and say, oh, you have very European features. You're obviously one of the colonizers of this continent, but because you relatively blend in, you look like a local. <laughs> So these fucking white allies disgust me. Um, another reason they disgust me is like here's here's the thing. Uh, let me I, I tackled the Ariel issue in the last episode, but I'm back. I'm doubling down, and uh, I'm going to talk about Lord of the Rings because apparently, first of all, these two sh- these two shows basically fucking suck. Okay, the new Lord of the Rings and the new Ariel, and the reason why is they're being, they're blaming it on the fact that people don't like that people of color are now in the storyline. Now let me get something straight. It has nothing to do with that. It's a lack of originality, right? And 
if it's not a lack of originality, it's the inability to follow the path that's already been set. Okay, so in both stories, you have clear uh, lines. I think this happened in uh, Game of Dragons, where like they have another character who's a person of color, and I think in the story, fictionally. It's not a person of color. None of this shit really fucking matters to me at all, okay? What matters to me is where uh, originality takes place. So let's just tackle the Ariel issue first. I'm going, I'm doubling down on all these, because all these white allies talking about these issues fucking bother me, because they missed the point. Why Why are these shows suck? Why do these suck? Let me, let me start with Ariel. It sucks, and I already explained this in the last episode, so I'll be brief at this one. No originality. Okay, and when you think about this, what a wonderful opportunity to add in a new person of color into the princess echelon, the top of the Disney line. But instead now, they're going to have to rotate the Ariels on a weekly basis at Disneyland. So if you're a person of color and you you like the black Ariel, well, you come, you come in November, December, like uh, not come November, January. Uh, then March, so they're gonna do every other maybe because they gotta figure this out now. They really fucked up. What are they gonna do? And they'll say, "What are grown old white men talking about these shows for? They're for eight-year-old girls. Who do you think's making the eight-year-old girls? Everybody, huh? <laughs> men and women, right? And uh, we can get into like, well, men and men can have babies, and women and women can have babies. Whatever." If you're on that line of thinking, don't know how you got here. Really don't. But either way, so why are grown men talking about this issue? Why? Because, well, guess what? I have a kid. So now that I have a kid and I got to explain, well, sometimes Ariel identifies as black and sometimes Ariel identifies as white. Don't ask me. They Hey, don't ask me why they didn't make a new princess because they don't have any fucking originality. Okay. Why don't they make a new story? And then this new story, they could do so many beautiful things. I talked about this in the last episode, but so many beautiful things that really create a new character, a new story, a new voice, right? Not someone singing somebody else's song. Anyways, next topic to the show, Lord of the Rings. I fucking hate these white allies defending this shit because it's really not about so the first issue Ariel it's not about the fact that it's a person of color playing Ariel it's the fact the real issue is they got no originality when it comes to creating a story okay and that's the most important thing they could really add to the opportunity of anybody who like they want diversity hey make a whole kingdom where it's brand new and it's all mermaids that are people of color and then they meet ariel i've already talked about this it's so simple it's such an easy idea but they got lazy what do you expect man so in lord of the rings what happened here so apparently i don't even know the real issue on this one apparently the show just fucking sucks okay it sucks for a lot of reasons one of them is there's this idea okay that's taking place in our our culture that um Everybody needs a voice. You know what everybody needs? A good fucking story. Okay, so instead of like, here's the goal. 
uh, that should have been the goal of Lord of the Rings. Can we tell a good story that's compelling? And if they can do that, you know what everybody says? I really don't care who I'm looking at because it's a good story. You know what I mean? If they could just artistically create something, right, that's compelling, well-edited, well-produced, well-acted, you could put Mickey Mouse into Lord of the Rings, okay? I'd buy it. I'd be like, oh, this is fucking great. Can you believe the lighting, the the acting, the, the drama, the compelling nature of the story? But these... These stories they're creating now aren't about telling stories anymore. They're just about appeasing an audience, and which is also about propaganda. So what they really need is more people of color to go to Disneyland, right? They need more people of color to buy Amazon Prime, right? So these are typically, I think, uh, you know, areas or markets, economic markets that have been advertised to maybe one demographic wrongly so i don't you know what i mean not yeah great advertise to everybody sure i don't give a fuck really but if you do it can we tell an original story can we tell a story where someone's like oh is this supposed to make me like diversity more or am i supposed to like what the whole thing is there's an agenda behind the creation instead of just making a piece of art whether the piece of art is a movie, a show on Amazon, or Game of Dragons, just make the art. But what people want is an agenda. So then when anybody watches any of these shows, they're like, oh, I can't get past the fact that before the before I even get down to the plot line, there's an agenda. And the agenda starts with the casting director. Now, this was true when almost all shows not all but a large demographic included in the past a white savior narrative hey i don't like that either okay we're like oh another white guy saves the day movie fucking boring dry my eyeballs out right just need a good movie good story originality now the same thing that people have a problem with movies in the past for for being all white right because it's Oh, wow, look at this agenda where they're excluding anybody. It's a movie with Native Americans. Why is a white guy playing the Native American? This makes no fucking sense, okay? For those same problems, right, when you look at some of those movies in the past and they have white people playing Native Americans or white people in blackface, as far back as you want to go, yeah, hey, Anybody with a decent IQ would look at that then or now and say, this is terrible, right? This is terrible. Why don't they just get the, why don't they be original? Why don't they just do the authentic thing? So my my point is, what's really the problem in these shows isn't the fact that there's diversity in them. The problem is that there's an agenda in them. It's not... And the agenda is we got a message from the boss and they said, uh, <laughs> here's the new status quo. You need to have this amount of many people, this amount of many people. You need to do this, this, and this. And at the beginning, like when you think about what art is, art is just making and telling a story, whether on a canvas or in a movie. And when you're getting told what to do, creatively then it's really 
a propaganda piece. Okay, so I like to look at movies, shows as pieces of art, but when you can clearly see the propaganda in it, whatever you want to call it, right, and you can like it. And here's the thing. I want stories that are just good and rich in character and people, right? Everybody could be a fucking alien. I don't care, dude. Nobody should care. Nobody should care. But... What we should have are original stories that are just not complete trash propaganda. You know what I mean? Where it's hard to buy in. And I and it's weird because in all of these stories, Ariel, Game of the Dragons, and uh, Lord of the Rings, it's fantasy. It's make-believe, right? And even if it's make-believe, the story still sucks so bad, people can't believe it because the propaganda is what they can't get past. They can't get past the fact that the casting director, before they casted for a character, they were feeling a status quo. Like, oh man, do I have enough brown people? Do I have enough... (laughs) There should only be three white people, four white, whatever it is, man. Are there enough Chinese people or no Chinese people? And... It's one of the most interesting things, I think, right? Um, and it's really fascinating. Because <laughs> you'll see some shows where they'll recreate a story. And I've seen this where, uh, like, it's a World War II story. And you're like, man, there's a lot of, like, people of color from England or whatever fighting in this battle now. And then you think, like, what if they... It's like they they did the reverse of that and they're like watching a story about Zulu warriors and then all of a sudden you see like a couple white people in there like, well, diversity. You're like, what the fuck? Just no, don't do that. Why would you do that? Why would you put any white people in there? So I, I don't know. What I'm saying is I'm doubling down. I'm annoyed with not, I'm annoyed with white people chirping in saying, uh, First of all, the only way to talk about these topics is to be an ally and to defend the stupidity of them instead of being a real real critical thinker and a real ally and saying, why aren't there new stories? Why are they telling – like here's the, here's the point. Um, they're, they're putting people of color into these, these stories. That's great. But it's still like J.R.R. Token. It's still like what's that guy, Hans, whatever who – wrote Ariel, like, why don't you do a story written by a person of color? Why don't you make a new story? Tell something new where I don't get the, I don't know what's going on in Hollywood where there are no new ideas, but there really aren't. And so what they keep doing is recycling everything. And so they get their surprise when people are like, oh, you recycled, repackaged this. It's like when they made Oh, man, there's so many examples of this. Just a lack of storytelling, a lack of originality. And I think that's the real problem. It's You could put... Really? They'd be better off if they didn't do Lord of the Rings and they just made, it, made up a new story. And then everybody's like, oh, wow, this is kind of like Lord of the Rings, but it's new, it's different, it's its own thing. People would love it. I, at least in my interpretation but what they're doing is they're bastardizing all these old stories which is fine right it's the same thing that people did with jesus when they like needed to advertise jesus to white people They're like no 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 he's one of you 
You're going to love coming to the Vatican. Jesus is actually white. You're going to love him. It was like, that's how I feel like Disney is. Oh, with Ariel. You're really going to love Ariel? She's actually black. I was like, what? Is that true? It's like, well, and then so when people get critical about it or even like, hey, well, I hate to point this out, but she used to be white. Then people are like, you're racist instead of like, you know, somebody who's just observant of the facts. And the fact is, Disney can't make a new story. They, they have no originality. And I really wonder why what's happening in our culture where where's like the news things, the news stories, right? The I think Frozen, Moana. I like Moana. That was a great news story. Make another one, right? Make another one. And it's so funny. You look at Mulan. Obviously for transgenders, right? Love the movie. It's very inclusive. New new princess. And the, the interesting thing about Mulan is everybody in that story is Chinese and nobody talks about the need to diversify it. <laughs> or make Mulan like, hey, we're going to make Mulan white. It's like, why would you do that? The whole, then you got to change. You know what I mean? Some of these things don't make sense. Instead of making a white Mulan, you know what you should have done? Merida. That's what they did. They, they put the bow. They had another, they had a princess with one bow, right? Mulan. And they're like, let's make another version of that. Cause that's good propaganda. So let's make Merida. They did it. They did it that way. Why couldn't they make another mermaid princess? And think about this. There's an aerial ride in Disneyland. I don't know if any of you know this. Now think about when you take your kid on this ride. Now any of your kids are like, what the fuck? Who's this white bitch? <laughs> what the fuck is this cartoon? I don't like it. Uh, and then Disneyland's like, fuck, this ride performance is going down. And then they revitalize the ride, but it sucks somehow. It's not the same puppets. There's a nice thing about puppets. And the fact that they kind of look like the cartoon. So there's a little believability factor in that. Anyways. So here's my whole point with this long tirade. I think the real way to be an ally or to whatever these fucking white liberal psychos think they are is to actually be critical about the content that's being made. And instead of asking like, why aren't there more stories written by people of color that are being told? Like, the dude, you don't solve these problems by changing the what the casting director does. It's really like these whole movies come down to the casting director, essentially, right? Um, and who they're casting for the story. And it's so funny because you have Snow White now. She's going to be Hispanic. And I, if I'm not mistaken, if you go to like uh, Hispanic daytime television in Mexico, there's a lot of white people on their daytime television. You're like, what the fuck is this? I feel like because you have this idea of what a... Mex uh, Mexican, South American looks like. And then you go watch their daytime television. You're like, Jesus Christ. Their best boxers are white redhead? What's going on? Louis C.K. is Mexican? I don't get this. Um, so what I'm saying essentially is it could make sense that the new Snow White, I, mean, I heard it's a Hispanic person or a Mexican person playing it, but the skin is white as snow. What are you going to do about that storyline? Like some of these things don't make sense. They made Coco 
make a new princess that's Hispanic in Canto, right? But is she a princess? No, I think. Yeah, what? Oh, don't get me started on how shitty Disney is. Encanto is such a fucking stupid movie, by the way. Haven't watched it. Seen parts of it. Read parts of a book about it. And the reason why is apparently the part that I saw, read, and I've already talked about this. There's a girl who doesn't have any abilities and everybody shits on her. And there's this whole song that she's like, everyone has gifts and I don't. It's like, what kind of abuse is taking place in that family? I don't know. It just seems like a weird relationship where everyone like shits on this little sibling for not having the ability to have magical powers. It just seems like one of the weirdest stories. I, I guess I really got to watch the movie and break it down, but it's hard for me to, to give it any attention, right? It's just difficult. All I know is when I, when I saw parts of Encanto, I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that this... Ah, fuck it, dude. Most Disney shows really fucking suck, honestly, okay? And the reality is they're made for children. So the reason I talk about it is I have a child and it's propaganda geared towards my child. Now, if I didn't have a kid, believe me, I wouldn't fucking talk about Disney at all. Why would you? And people who go to Disneyland. And if you're an adult without kids, I talked about this before. This was on Tim Dillon's recent special. But I have... I have a few more things to say, okay? Don't go. Even I, that's I said that last time, but I still mean it. Don't go to Disneyland. Don't even watch the shows. If I don't wear the don't wear the apparel. If you're an adult and you wear Disney gear, hey, and I don't see a kid next to you, you look like a pedophile, okay? You look like somebody who has candy in their back pocket. Like, why are you wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt, dude? And if you're an older woman. Maybe because I know some of these there's these people on Instagram apparently who go to Disneyland all the time and they don't have kids and they go for fun. Stop it. It really bothers me because what the fuck? How old are you? This this is it's weird where people extend their childhood and I'm all for getting in touch with like your childhood self and healing that trauma. (laughs) But like if you never got to live your childhood. It's like at some point, you know, college, there's things people do in college. Like maybe you uh, binge drink or party. But eventually, like, you got to stop that shit and become an adult. And there's time maybe like you watch Disney movies as a kid. But eventually you stop watching Disney movies. And I think as you get older, you start realizing, like, oh, they're not making things for me anymore. Right? And I get that. Um, like Ariel, Lord of the Rings. All this shit isn't for me anymore. It's for a younger generation. Like, it's for them i get it and i you know maybe they'll make some propaganda for me in the future but it's very unlikely (laughs) and if they do i fucking hope it's good um man jesus christ but i'm just bothered by all this disney shit because the thing that other people are doing are defending these large corporations and monoliths like they're making good decisions like amazon prime and disney need to be defended for making two three or four shitty decisions like everybody should always be beating the shit out of these uh companies verbally you know what i mean like fuck disney for not making a new mermaid and just putting uh i think blackface over a story you know that bothers me the lack of originality the lack of creativity the lack of an honest voice to a community that 
culturally, we're, to- we're told needs a voice. How about Lord of the Rings? Okay. Why this? Hey, it's the most expensive TV show ever. Still fucking sucks. And we got homeless people in the streets. Maybe everybody's like, hey, Amazon, stop making shitty shows. Give them money. There's a lot of homeless people in Seattle. I've been there and Portland. You step over them and the fucking needles to go get that Starbucks. Stop spending billions of dollars on your shitty fucking TV shows. Not made for me. I understand that. I don't give a fuck. They still suck. If they were good, I'd say still don't make it. Not your business, Amazon. Not your business. Don't make shitty TV shows. Help out the homeless people. And that's the other thing. I'm bothered by is so people are defending these companies, their shitty fucking decisions, how they're spending their shitty fucking money on the sh- on the shitty propaganda. And meanwhile, we got 10 cities, baby, all across America. What's going on? Hey, you know what's also great? We're sending all of our money to Ukraine to kill people and everybody's like, "Why are people forgiving student loans? We need more dead Russians, more dead Ruskies." Fuck, dude, people are retarded. And uh, I mean that, dude. In general, there's I, w- I was listening to Ray Kurzweil on a podcast. If you don't know who he is, he's somebody who's trying to cheat death. And brother, don't think you can. Uh, and I, he was talking about people. Oh man, I don't even want to get in this subject. I'm not. I've talked about COVID so fucking much, dude. Drives me nuts. But people still, right? What he said was the vaccine was made in two days. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that hurts my brain. Like, oh, it was made in two days? And they, they validate it because they did all these testing and these supercomputers or whatever the fuck. And I'm listening to this. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Two days? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You take that shit. I ain't doing nothing with it. Uh, fuck, man. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm... Fuck Disney. Fuck Amazon. Fuck this shitty propaganda they make. Fuck any of the white ally liberals who defend that shitty fucking propaganda and aren't, encur- aren't encouraging these corporations to tell new stories, to make new shows, right? Original things. Real fucking original shit. I'm so fucking sick. That's why, I, you know what? I haven't, I've been really wanting to enjoy some of the nostalgic memories of my past. Some of those being watching a movie. And the weird thing is, there's no good movies, man. And, of course, there's one here, one there. But at the reality of it, everything fucking sucks lately. All the propaganda sucks. And I wonder why. I think it's because, here's my honest interpretation of why all the propaganda sucks. And why. If if it's good propaganda, right, think about that. People are lulled to sleep a little bit more. Uh, They engage in more propaganda. If the propaganda... Uh, sucks if it's not as good people start doing other things they're not watching the 13 hours of whatever that shitty new Lord of the Rings show is or the uh, fucking new Little Mermaid people just tune out right and so when people tune out they start giving their attention to other things so what I believe is there's a real intentional decline of Western propaganda with the intent to divert people's attention to other places. And where those other places are, 
I don't fucking know, but I would assume it's to create division in our country, right? And I think here's what I'm for. I'm actually for division because people think you can come together, right? So I think you can come together on small terms and on small small grounds, but the reality is, right, a lot of the time in human history, people just said to themselves, you know what? I don't exactly see eye to eye with you. I'm going to go live over here. I'm going to go do my own thing. So we're losing that ability to kind of separate ourselves because we're being forced into a homogenous collective that we don't all agree with. And we're being, it's called compulsory, compulsory tolerance. I can't even say that word. It's compulsory and it's tolerance or here's what we're being told to do. We have to accept everybody and everything and the things we don't accept, we don't like, right? Those are very specific things and we're told what those things are. So generally, right, if if you go against the narrative, you're going to be labeled uh, an ism. So <laughs> if you don't agree with or an anti, if you don't agree with the general consensus that's been laid out through our propaganda system, uh, it's not good. You're labeled a heretic in short. And the problem is we need more people to disagree and to really separate themselves. Because what what's happening is we're all being forced into one giant collective, right? Uh, and they tried to do this in the past. So, for example, in 9-11, that was an event and it forced everybody to come come together, right? So they, they had this new event called the pandemic and they had this idea that it would bring everyone together. And they tried to – remember the propaganda? Frontline workers all in it together uh, <laughs> were uh, together but separated. Some of the propaganda was just so fucking stupid. Oh my God, it was terrible. But um, we're in this together, but we're all separated. I stay six feet apart, but we're in this. Um, man, so they what happened though was the pandemic didn't create... It, it, it's in some sense, in the very beginning, I would say a lot of people generally went in line with what was going on. So people were locked down. They're like, it was a free vacation. People didn't go to work. There was a general like, all right, you know what? This ain't too bad. Essentially, it ain't the worst thing in the world for a lot of people. And it was terrible for many people. They lost their jobs, lost their income. And life fucking sucked and it hasn't been the same since. And that's the reality, right? Um, and they wanted this false delusion where we all came together we're in this we all get vaccinated when everybody chips in right when everybody follows the rules we'll get our freedoms back we'll take the tape off the playground you dumb fucking idiots you dumb monkeys remember they they taped off the playground because of a flu during the summer fucking idiots some of the dumbest fucking people i know jesus christ and everybody listened not me though i when they'd put that yellow tape around the playground, you know what I did? I walked through it. Of course, I didn't really enjoy playing on it. I'm an adult. But I imagine I would have if I was a child. 
So what I'm saying is now though, there's this, what they want, like they, after 9-11, they made us all come together and America hated terrorists by, you know what, fuck those terrorists, 20 years of war. So after this, they wanted us to come together and have a common enemy and have it be the virus. But eventually, you know what, a lot of people didn't really see eye to eye with that message and they started to separate themselves. And the problem is not enough people have separated themselves from that shitty delusion, that shitty system that still has people wearing masks, still has people like believing that a health, there's like an injection for your health. Like, what? Are you a fucking retard? You think there's an injection for your health? (laughs) No, that's... there. There are people who really believe that health is found in an injection. The same people who believe that are trying to cheat death. So, you know what I mean? It's weird. And they also tell you that thing was made in two days. God damn it, dude. People are so fucking stupid. Uh, me included, by the way. So don't take anything I say seriously. But um, a lot of people still need to separate themselves from this sick paradigm of forced collective, right? A forced belief in a delusion that if you don't take a health injection from one of these three pharmaceutical companies, it's going to be a cold, dark winter and you're going to die. Hey, what's up with that? You know what I mean? Um, This forced collectivism is entirely disgusting. This forced collectivism Making everybody believe that a black or person of color Ariel is a good decision. Forced collectivism where everybody's just told to believe that if you don't like the new Lord of the Rings, you're a racist. And so <laughs> this forced defending of these large corporations and their shitty decisions. People, wake the fuck up. If you defend any of these companies for any amount of time, you're stupid. You don't got a high IQ. You don't got a low IQ. You got no IQ, right? And I've met people with low IQs who could have fooled me. And I'm serious with by me thinking they were geniuses. Maybe they are. I met geniuses with low IQs. But a lot of people just have no IQs because they're not fucking thinking. And I don't know what I have. I'd say my IQ is room temperature in the Mediterranean. Or like maybe su- like it's it's high eighties, high nineties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the summer, room temperature with no air conditioning, so it's just kind of hot and humid. On a good day, it feels like a hundred. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, stop defending these fucking companies, any of them, and any of the decisions they make, right? That's the whole point. We should all be hypercritical of the fact that Jeff Bezos took a rocket up into space and on his way, he had a, on his way to the rocket, he had to step over two or three homeless people, one of them probably with a needle in their arm, while he deludes himself into thinking, you know what's real fun? You know what? And I tell, I tell everybody this, Jeff Bezos has done more service than almost anybody, but he stopped. And that's the thing I don't like about the elites, about Disney, about like if I 
was the CEO or a family of Disney, there wouldn't be a homeless person within a hundred miles of Disneyland. Because why would the happiest place on earth have anything like homelessness by it? So those, those are the real issues, I think. People defend these fucking companies and the shitty, the shitty fucking decisions they make and it's nauseating. Oh, does it grind my gears? You fucking bet. Did I cover all the topics I wanted? Yeah, I did. Fuck. That's my opinion, though. For the moment. And here's the, yeah, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck, right? I'm not going to watch these shows. I don't care about these headlines. I just want people to know... These, I speak to a lot of these, in my mind, white liberals. These allies, these these soldiers of white knightedhood. I don't know, man. These people who think they're fucking... Th- these white liberals who think they're helping people. They're some of the most annoying fucking people ever. So the last 40 minutes, kind of who I'm talking about. These people who sit and defend Disney. And they have no kids and they go to Disneyland. Meanwhile, they do nothing really to help the country. And they watch Amazon Prime and they're complete fucking psychos. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing uh, at all to be, I think, have a mental health issue. It's quite normal in this country. It's quite profitable in, in reality. And I really enjoy the fact that most Americans in this day and age, they want a deficit. You ever meet somebody and they just want to find something wrong with them? Because a lot of times people will just tell you. They're like, hey, I got this. I got this. I got, I got bipolar. I got depression. They can't wait to tell you all the things that are wrong with them because it's how our society has rewarded people. We, we've deluded ourselves to thinking like, oh, if you have deficits, if you have setbacks, Somehow you get benefits. So we have a perverted reinforcement system in this country where like, oh, if you don't do as well, you get more time in the classroom to study. You get these pills. You get these medications. You get uh, you get more patience from people. Like, hey, don't rush me. I got anxiety. Uh. <laughs> you ever meet like, man... They got OCD, they got ADHD, they got 10 different things, okay? And the reason they got all these things, because if they fuck up, right, then it's not their fault. They'll say, oh, oh, uh, sorry, I I did that, I'm fucking ADHD, sorry I did that, I got OCD. Shut the, no, you're not sorry, don't apologize. What the fuck's going on, right? Everybody needs an excuse for their fucking behavior, so, like, if they fuck up, it's, oh, my God. Uh, I, and I've worked with these people, man. These people who need an excuse rather than owning it. Like, it's just being honest. I fucked up because I'm an idiot. They need to fuck up because they have autism. Because they have ADHD. They have these little labels that people gave them. Might be real, might not be real. I don't know. I really don't. But those labels are, are like back doors for shitty behavior. And that's some of the most annoying things in life, and you meet these people, God bless them, God bless all of them, I want them all to do well, but I don't want anybody's shitty behavior to be excused by a disability, 
And some of these disabilities, I feel like, because now everybody knows what they are, you can Google them. All of a sudden, you just look at, you look it up. You're like, oh, look at those symptoms, and then you start acting them out. <laughs> like how many, how many times have people, like, read something and they're like, you know what? I think that's me. Like people do with astrology, it's the same thing. They'll read an astrology thing, and they'll think to themselves, man, that's about me. And maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but then they kind of in part believe in it, act it out. And then you have these people going to WebMD and they're reading about ADHD and they're like, you know what? I do get off track. <laughs> I do, uh, well, I don't know some symptoms of ADHD. Fuck, they all escape my head. Uh, I do have a short attention span. That's a symptom, right? But it's the weird thing. You ever meet like uh, someone who says, I, I have ADHD and they play eight hours of video games? And like, well, you don't have ADHD. You're fucking lazy. You're hyper-focused. You seem like you could do eight hours of anything. Uh, man, It's that's the other weird thing. You, you meet these people and they'll have these traits and they'll say like, oh man, I just can't focus. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, uh, you'll focus on, oh man, Jesus Christ, so many things these people do, including me. Uh, well, we're more than halfway through the show. Didn't do the intro this time. And I think that's how all my shows are going to be. This is the Provo Kid. The song in the beginning was No Such Animal. That was 40 minutes ago, though. So, wow. This will be the new format of the podcast. I will start everything with this story. And then no intro. So if you want to find out the music uh, that I play in the beginning, just check the show notes. and Or just wait. Check in about 40 minutes, half hour in of me talking. Um, what else have I noticed? And the reason I talked about all this propaganda today, uh, I don't know, man. The other thing is like, why do I talk about Disney or these, these stupid topics? I think they're, ah, cause what really matters, not Ariel, not the Lord of the Rings, right? Not the game of the dragons. That stuff to me doesn't matter in my day to day life. Uh, I read these articles and what people think, it really doesn't matter to me. But what does bother me, though, is when the narrative in these articles is of defense of these megalithic corporations. <laughs> like, no, 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 they did a good decision. The, Disney made the right choice. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Ah, oh, it bothers me. Everybody, the, like in the, the last two years, I, I miss Trump because everybody like attacked the government. They attacked the office. They attacked the news. And the, since Biden's been in office, it just seems like passive. Like, oh, man, nobody wants to say anything bad about these corporations. Nobody wants to say anything bad about this president, this, this Congress, this whatever system we live in. It's just this delusion of defense, right, where people are defending shitty decisions. And like off this idea of like white knighthood, these white liberal allies drive me fucking up a wall because at the end of the day most of these people are getting paychecks from these companies so you're it's not surprising that any any news article defends disney i mean how many fucking comp imagine writing a news article in new york times uh attacking disney jesus christ you're like oh you're not going to see any ad revenue in the next few years will you um, imagine writing an article where the number one uh, 
financier of advertisements for television is pharmaceutical companies. And like imagine Viacom, imagine any of these large companies writing a negative piece of news about a pharmaceutical company. That's a bad idea for your pocket, brother. So all these people at the top, everybody who dispenses any bit of news, they pad their pockets before they talk. They're like, oh, still full. And then they, they remind themselves what they need to say. Okay. Uh, and it's disgusting when you see people parrot it. And the worst thing is when I don't believe in Reddit, there's these people who go to Reddit and their whole opinion is a carbon copy of Reddit and it's disgusting, right? Like, oh, Reddit's a voice of a fucking corporation or a country. I don't know which one. But uh, anyway, so you go, it's just a mouthpiece of propaganda, right? And you see these people defending. I don't know if they're people, right? And when I think about Reddit, by the way, if you don't know what it is, it's a shitty aggregate website that posts somewhat uh, curated content selected by a community. But everything on the front page of Reddit is bought and sold, in my opinion. And none of it, and every top comment is placed. It's very intentional. Nothing is random on Reddit. Um, it's just propaganda. So you have this propaganda line and people just repeat it, dude. And they repeat propaganda. Um, and they bash anybody who questions the propaganda. Like if you question Disney and their selective casting choices, you're a racist. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying Disney has no fucking originality. They fucking suck. Right, and if I question Amazon and their choices, I'm racist as well. But that's not true. Amazon shouldn't be making fucking TV shows for billions of dollars when there's homeless people in Seattle. You got to step over to get a cup of coffee. So I don't know who defends these corporations. There's apparently there's real people out there, right, who defend these corporations. I I don't, right, man. I think we should always be on the attack of everything they do. Why? And then, you know, some people want to wear the Disney pin. They want to wear the Mickey Mouse stuff. They want to be a member of the team. And that's the weird thing is, intellectually, like people who pride themselves on intelligence, it's really just an ability to like cite a source. So like, or recall a fact. So you'll say, well, how do you know that's true? And they'll cite a source data man you ever meet people who believe in data it makes me nuts and some data is real some data is not what is data though you know what i mean the people who have the real data they're at the very top and they're manipulating it at such a level where anybody who talks about data and statistics on some base level they're talking about plebeian numbers right please numbers given to the simple-minded people like me and you but there are people who are at the top of these companies, Facebook, Google, they have data that you wouldn't imagine, right? They have data that really shapes how the world works. Where a lot of times the data people have, like, you know the statistics from 2019 about uh, gun violence? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That data doesn't matter anymore. Used to matter. And people who memorize that shit. Dude, memorizing sets and data patterns, those are some real autistic folks. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I don't mind people who live their life with data, but I can't do it. 
I can't fucking do it, man. I just don't like what what's the point of memorizing any data point when data is constantly changing? So data today is just data yesterday, essentially. I don't know if I make any fucking sense at this point. Welcome to the show. I doubled down on what I was talking about yesterday. It's probably a Patreon pod. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Uh, either way, fuck, man. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Yeah, you're racist if you don't like the choices Disney makes. It's like uh, if you don't like a choice Israel makes in regarding Palestine, you're probably anti-Semitic. And you see how that works where eventually these institutions or these entities become so large where if you question them, then you're labeled a heretic. And we always have to keep in mind that you have to constantly keep these institutions in check. And whether, whether, whether I, like I think that's the correct word, whether, whatever, whatever, whether, whatever, that's a tough word to say, tough two words, whether, whatever labels they try to give you. Because uh, I think it's really important that anybody throughout history question the largest institutions that are making the biggest decisions regarding propaganda around them. And if you think about this, if you question these this propaganda now, uh, it's not a good look apparently. And that's not a good sign. You should always be encouraged to be critical of any art that is made. And if your critical nature is just your critical opinion of that art is then twisted into a discounted opinion called racism, then I think somebody has an agenda, right? Because it's not good if they spend a billion dollars on propaganda and it doesn't work. People don't watch it. See, that's not good. So they really need their money to sell a narrative. But you know what I mean? It, it's, it's not a big deal, right? It's not a big deal. Don't worry because in 10 years, they're just going to have a new Lord of the Rings. And instead of people of color, it'll be like people in wheelchairs, people with like cerebral palsy, people with Down syndrome. And then, because that's real inclusion, people talk about like, oh, like what? Dude, they need more Down syndrome actors playing lead roles, right? They need more inclusion. So then they'll also have like in 10 years, they'll have an Ariel who can't sing and she'll be a non-vocal Ariel. She'll be a Helen Keller. She'll be a mute. And everybody will be like, no. That's the best. That's the that's the most. That's the highest level of inclusion. And Ariel won't be able to swim, really. She'll be like a. She'll have some kind of defect, right? So she'll need like a, an under the sea type wheelchair. Maybe it'll be lobsters. Okay, so that's real inclusion. And that's kind of the insanity that will take place. And it's funny because. If you remember the propaganda, people would say about if you let if gay marriage happens, they'll go after the kids. <laughs> and he was like, "That's not true." Fast forward to twenty twenty two, 
you got drag shows with, at the library. And whether they're, here's the point, it's targeted towards children, it is acceptance, and since then, there has been a huge push <laughs> to include children into the LGBTQ community, which is weird because it should be, like, in my opinion, an adult community. And when children are subjected to propaganda, and it's funny when people don't understand this, when you have your own kid, it becomes really like I could tell my child they're almost anything. Like I could tell my kid they're invisible and they would believe it. And I'd tell them like I can't see you and they would believe it. And then they're two years old. So imagine like you're an adult and you tell your – you indulge a two-year-old child and they all of a sudden like I'm a boy or whatever they say, right? I'm non-binary. And I go, oh, you are? Okay. And you delude them into believing these ideas. Like I think you're – you're insane, anybody who does that. And the weird thing is, like, I don't know how I got into this gender issue. Jesus Christ. But that's what I'm thinking, though, is, like, eventually, what I'm saying is, long story short, what's going to happen with these stories in the future is you're going to have Aragon be Down syndrome, right? You're going to have Legolas be autistic. You're going to have Frodo have being a wheelchair because that's where hyper inclusion goes to if you just don't stop it and there's a point to where the problem is again people aren't worried about telling a story they're worried about inclusion right and that's the worst thing in the world where i think if you just try to tell a story and you don't worry about it like a real story you're gonna make something beautiful but if the whole thing is just an inclusion narrative then it looks like a school project right like oh danny i like how you included this diverse cast of characters you did a really good job adapting <laughs> J.R. Tolkien's narrative man fuck dude people are crazy uh well this is the end of the podcast though essentially we've reached an hour um i doubled down on everything i said uh, i doubled down on it don't take any of it back should i end with was there anything else i wanted to talk about uh fuck i don't think so is there anything else that was pressing my mind nope i don't think so let me try to imagine something though no i guess there's nothing else for me to fucking talk about not bad for an hour um is there anything else nope don't think so. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, we're going to end the show with uh, Lonely Heights. Okay. Oh, no.
Recalling the words that you have said And now you've gone to bed Sleeping sweet dreams while I'm still missing 